0: or whatever. She got accepted and she just needs you know when they call her up like hey it's time to go to your basic training type thing. Yeah. You know, she needs to be physically fit, she needs to be all that, you know, obviously and um it, you know, she's probably someone I normally wouldn't have took on, but she's willing to pay my coaching price because it's that important to her. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. was like if you're all in, I'm all in, you know what I mean? Like if you're willing to put your time and effort into it and like really do the things I say to do, then it's not who I normally would want to work with, but you know what? Let's do it. Who knows who the hell she might send, you know? And it's like, that's how it works. Like 95% of my clientele are people that I choose to work with, you know, but I still have a couple that now I probably wouldn't take on if they were brand new to me, but they've been around for so long. I'm not going to just be like, yeah, you right. know, and they're manageable. They're very manageable people. Right. Um, same with this person, like probably not someone I normally would have took on, but she, she's hopefully going to work out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but all that is, I'm gaining these people and that's not, we're not even talking about the fucking inquiries I get. Cause I get a lot more inquiries than, than like the, the, I would say, I don't want to say that. My, I need to actually start tallying that. Like my rate (laughs) of, of success on keeping that client from an inquiry is high. I need to find out how hi, hi. Yeah. but like, I still get inquiries and just people, sometimes people can't afford it. Hey, that's too much for me. Uh, I can't afford that right now. Or they just don't say anything back, which tells me that they thought it was cheaper than what yeah. it actually is. But that effort's still happening, you know, and I'm still going to keep gaining clients. I'm still going to keep gaining inquiries. Mm-hmm. And it, it is getting to that point now where I've thought about posting like that, hey, I, I'm going to take on a couple more people and I'm capping it, you know, again, like kind of like That's I used I to. Like I, I, I don't want to not be able to give the time to these clients that they deserve. And I have a lot of life shit coming up and it's just, it is what it is, you know? So anyway, we can jump in the podcast.
1: Think about some of like the big name people who get to where their name is almost more well known than they are. Mm-hmm. You think of someone, maybe may assign a great example within powerlifting, like Mike Boyle. Mm-hmm. They might not know anything about him, but they know about his information. Mm-hmm. And so if you have someone who says, oh, I worked with Mike Boyle or I work with currently Mike Boyle, like that reputation alone mm-hmm. can get people to sign up Yeah, because of what that carries. Yeah. When you get to the point that you're like, oh, I work at Unrivaled Strength or I work with Unrivaled Strength with Justin. Yeah if you're in association with that, especially if you're in good standing, like if a coach is in good standing with you, it's the whole trickle down effect. where you yeah. have someone come in and they have an inquiry and they're like, hey, can I work with you? And like, I'm not taking on nutrition clients right now, but if you'd like to, I've got three other coaches you yeah. can talk to.
0: Well, and generally that, that has kind of worked like, hey, I, you know, if you can't do my price, I do have other coaches, like whatever. And, it, and it's worked and some people haven't worked out well, you know, for the other coaches, but at least they're gaining that opportunity. And those people are willing to work with these other coaches, based on my word, right? You know, so, and that's kind of the point. Uh, that's how you build that team, and that's how you build, like that's how these big training systems. I've said this a million times, right? That's how the big training systems get built. That's how, like, you know, coaches refer to these coaches, those coaches, and I do kind of, I do kind of hate how in the powerlifting world it's like there's like gatekeepers almost like if you're not in with like these couple people, then you're not going to get the massive referrals that you probably could, you know? And there's always like a guru of the moment type thing and all that stuff. And that happens in a lot of things, but it it is kind of annoying to watch some of that happen. But at the same time, like that's how those all get built. Mm -hmm. Mm So, so,
1: Even if we had all the right pieces in place, I understand that it would take time. I know Mm -hmm. it'll take time. I just don't know what pieces we're missing. Coaches. but I mean, like, what aspect of coaches? Is it just sheer number of coaches? Is it work ethic? Is it understanding of a bigger picture? Is it talent? I don't know.
0: It's a... The willingness to, like go above like everyone should be conducting themselves as if they're running their own micro business little Mm -hmm. business within the business and the grand picture is the whole business yeah but they should be promoting they should be posting they should be doing well themselves they should be growing their social Mm -hmm. they should be Engaging with people outside of here to bring them in they should be being in a social capacity Like when I was younger in my mid-20s and used to go out and stuff you have me fucking clients I picked up from meeting people Like literally just from meeting people i'm talking in fucking bars like you know, what I mean, oh, hey, I have a boot camp come to my boot Camp. Oh, hey, like I yeah, i'm a trainer like this and that and I would meet people and they would become clients, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you can you pick them up everywhere, you yeah. know? But if you look at, like, take, like, what is it? what's their thing called out there? Uh, it's a Generation Iron, Bridgeford's gym. But, like, let me look up their coaches real quick. Like, the one is, okay, obviously, like, Chris Bridgeford, you know, and people know him um and then you got ransom lee who's another top level lifter but like they have a couple other coaches um let me see if i can find their grams here so their one their female coach has like 4200 followers you know seems to be posting a little bit of everything <clears throat> um, you know meets her lifting whatever life you know kind of just everything their other coach is looks like a pretty strong guy no following really at all but you know what he's still doing he still looks like he's posting his lifting it looks like he posts a little bit about you know training stuff and this and that <clears throat> so at least like Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't look like he follows anyone. Either. <laughs> so yeah. he, he doesn't engage a lot on social, it looks like. But, you know, I'm sure – I don't know their exact model setup. But I'm sure that he is one of the coaches out there that he probably gains the people that walk through the door. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But <sighs> – um. I I don't know. I look at all these like training systems and like I've watched a couple of them just blow up. I mean, it's yeah. insane. Like every coach has like ten thousand plus followers. Every coach and they, and they didn't start from that, you know. And every coach like has a long list of clients, and this is under this person. People like to be a part of those like community think, Look at my clients. Mm-hmm. Not that I have some crazy cult following, but my clients start to communicate with each other mm-hmm. online. They start to post and they all have this like certain, uh, what's the, what's the word? Um, like they know how I am. So you might see these like little jokes here and there. Oh, again, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get thrown out and they'll the all inside kind of Justin jokes. They'll all kind of say the same thing. Like, Oh my God, I, cry, I got a compliment out of just yeah. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's always, Something that's kind of goes on, but like they start to communicate with each other and like, you know, people that are even working out in the same gym that might have not known each other before now know each yeah. other, you know, and things like that. But that's how those systems get set up, you know, and, uh, and I don't have a large following, but for years now I've been able to um progress people and mm-hmm. results have shown. You know what I mean, and and that's all you need. And, and and does it suck? It's not. Sometimes it sucks. Like I don't have a big enough. Because if I had a bigger following and I was posting some of the results that I have, which are, I mean, I'm not even like. I I don't even want to sound like I'm fucking bragging, but it's like some of the shit that I've posted is unreal. Like by by any standard, you I think know. If
1: you were more egotistical, you could just. Uh, Promote the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like I would, I should be running ads on some of this stuff like every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like some of the results have been pretty fucking crazy. Right. But it happens. I see it as part of my job. Mm-hmm. I will promote it. You know, the one time, maybe, maybe a throwback or twice once. In a, you know, right. this happened two months ago, whatever. And then I move on from it. And sometimes I feel like, there's people that don't recognize. Cause I'll see this in conversation. Like I'll be like, yeah, this, 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 and I'll give 10 examples. Like you never knew any of that. No, didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like because they haven't followed or because they didn't know me from the past or because, you know, then they don't know some of these results that have happened with people. Like people don't know that five years ago I had uh, three girls inside of the top 15 in their weight class in the world for, um, for a specific lift and one of them was in the top 15, just total wise. You know what I mean? And that was five, that was five fucking years ago. You know, that's not even now whenever like I'm supposed to be getting a higher tier of clients. No, that was years ago. But what I have, I have probably 500 followers back then. How many
1: people don't know what that means too? exactly how many people are starting off on powerlifting or coming in? I mean, I know you work, I'm actually talking as if we're on a podcast now. Like well, you might you, as well. This yeah. is the podcast. Like, Welcome. You, <laughs> like you work with weightlifters too. You work with outside <laughs> clients too, uh, from other sports. How many of them don't understand the context of you saying I had this many people in the top 15 and that was five years ago Yeah. where it sounds great. And they're like, Oh wow, that's great. But they don't understand what that means. So they don't yeah. understand how successful that shows that you're able to be. Yeah. They're like this is where I feel like we would be, uh, well you take, We would have a better result if we had somebody who didn't have the like the filter of humility Mm -hmm. that we have, because how I shouldn't say it's easy. But like, how simple is it for you to look at someone for nutrition and say, like, this is what we need to do. And it might take you some time to figure it Mm -hmm. out. But like to you, that's a straightforward process that other people just don't understand. And so in the same thing with recovery it was like, well, this is what we need to do. And because it's simple, we look at it and we're like, well, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Until you see other people getting it terribly wrong. Yeah. And to have somebody else step in who doesn't understand all of this and go, Holy shit, you guys are really good at what you do. We should promote that. It's like, all right, go do it. Like let that be your job because I'm not good at telling people like how good we are at what we do.
0: Yeah. Like constantly. You know? And that's what that's what kind of sucks about social in a way is like you almost have to tell people how good you are yeah but without (laughs) without like without just trying to like sound so egotistical that like you're that's a huge um, that you're the shit and you're the only one doing it and oh my god look at me you know and it's like it's this fine line of of doing it and it's and some people are afraid to post things like i know like Lindsay's got some nutrition clients that are making some insane gains and she always has, she's had these nutrition turnarounds and I'm like, post it, show it right. Well, I want to give it like, wait till the end or give it like eight more weeks and then put no post it. Now give an update 12 weeks from now on how it's going. Do another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I think like some people get like shy about putting it out there. Just don't want to, You know what I mean? Whatever, and I'm like, send it to me. I'll fucking, I'll fucking
1: post it. Like it's so much easier to do it for someone else. Yeah. Because from the outside, you can recognize how successful they're being, and you Mm -hmm. can do it without feeling egotistical. Like you're supporting them, helping them. Yeah. Like I look at the stuff that you do, and it's, um, you know, a while back I was doing the how we're different posts Mm -hmm. for the gym like that's really easy for me to do because I get to look at like you as an owner and you as a coach and Dan as a coach and the other coaches mm-hmm. here and this things that you're doing and say like, look at how much you guys are helping. And most of those were never about me because yeah. it's easier to see you guys doing something good and basically be your hype man yeah. with info in a way that was, you know, humble. I mm-hmm. tried to do it in a way that wasn't just overblown, but yeah. it's always easier to just like hand that to somebody and be like, All right, you present this. Mm
0: -hmm. It's just, I think that's why a lot of, it's becoming more popular where like companies will have, or even I've seen it in like trainings where it's like one person, that's their whole job is like to kind of run the social media because. Social media marketer. Yeah. It's like you're a lot of times that's not the main coach. Mm-hmm. you know, or the coach that's like really making some impactful things. So like they're able to see it from, like you said, outside in and able to give that perspective. Sure. The coach is like, Hey, here's the stats. Yeah. But they're able to put their own mark on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, it's, um, it's, one, I don't know. It's one of them things like it's hard to do, but it still it's, feel authentic, but it's required in a way yeah it's in in in, not that like i don't show everything that everyone does sure meets you know, yeah. and stuff or like, but I don't show like every single PR that happens. Sometimes I get a little more extra time. So I'll like put people in my stories that yeah. were lifting or whatever that tag me and stuff, but I can't do that every day. Like I don't have, you know what I mean? I don't do it every single day. It's just like when I get time or I feel like it, you know, whatever. You end up turning but, into
1: that gym. I forget what the name of it was up North where they posted like nine times a
0: day, oh like every, God, single yeah. every, every, day. every single lift, every single PR. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think they're around anymore, but yeah, it's like social media saturations just get overloaded. Yeah. So I try not to do it too much. Um, you know, and there's things sometimes I want to put out, but I just don't, you know, it's just, it, it, it's not, it's not even like lack of time or anything. It's just like, I, I just do what I feel like doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Post and, what you want to post. Yeah. If I'm in the moment and I want to put some information out there, I'm going to do it. But like, I think it's like, <clears throat> As coaches, we need to put information out there, and I think we do need to like show results, and we do need to like promote what you're doing yourself or passing on knowledge. I believe in all that. But I also think that right now there's this, like, you must, like, on a schedule, put out information. And it's like, no. Like, everyone operates different. Everyone has a different life, you know, Mm -hmm. different this and that. I mean, there's coaches out there that have insane... Lives Like they got kids to take care of. They got someone work another job. You know what I mean? Right. Got this, got that. And it's like, for some people, it's a no brainer thing. Just put something up for other people. It's actual like work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a speech. Like some people can um, show
1: up the day of. And yeah. Just win
0: Lindsay it. told me that the other day. She was like, talking about how anytime I've given a seminar or whatever, like I'm a, more like a natural speaker and the sound. Sem- like I'm nervous as hell. Every time I walk <laughs> up there, I'm like for the first, like two or three minutes, I feel like I'm like an idiot and I can't talk right and stuff. And Informed then form words. And then I just like, it depends what I'm talking about there. Yeah. If it's something that like, um, where I'm collected, I've probably done it a few times, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I can kind of flow. And like with the podcasts, like, I just flow. Like I, you've seen When do I ever have notes in front of me really right. anymore? You know, and it's like, um, we'll have some general information if we need yeah, to recall something, yeah, but it's but just go. I'm not some natural speaker, natural poster, natural. Like I can't just jump on the camera and, uh, in the moment, start talking about whatever knowledge needs put out there for nutrition, yeah. lifting, whatever. Um, sometimes I have to actually think about it, and how I want to present it. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's like the, um, the pickier side of me of like how I want it presented, but
1: but at the know. same time, what I've also seen is that when something comes up that you really want to talk about, yeah, you know, like it's easy, just hit record, go, yeah, because once you've figured out this is what I want to say, this is or this is what I want to talk about, yeah. like this particular topic, it's easy for you to recall the information. But how mm-hmm. many times have we said, like, hey, do you want to do a biomechanics or um, a technique video? Yeah, yeah. I can't really think of anything. Yeah. If we sat down and we said, hey, do you want to, let's pick one aspect of one of the lifts. Could we come up with something? Yeah. Yeah. But it feels forced. Yeah. I've never, yeah. It's the moments when you say, I need to make this video because I've got several people that are messing this up or clients yeah. that need to know this. And you, all right, we're making this now. Yeah. What I really like is that during the whole shutdown, is figuring out a schedule that worked for me, but wasn't required. Mm-hmm. So if I make a technique video or a corrective exercise, for biomechanics, like it goes out on Tuesday. Yeah. If I don't have one. All right. Nothing goes out that day. Like that is my Tuesday video. Yeah. If I want to do an article review, that's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. If I don't have one, I don't put anything out. Yeah. And there are certain things like we post the podcast. It comes out Wednesday. I take a snippet of it. I post that or it goes in a story just to let people know. Cause that's really consistent. Yeah. So like, that's my, quote unquote, schedule if I have one. Mm. But if I don't have something that fits that authentically, I don't, I don't worry yeah, right about it. Yeah, I'm
0: not going to force, put some on I think, you know, and it's one of the other problems is, okay, so like me, what a lot of people don't know about me, or I guess understand about me, all right, and this could be part of the misunderstood me thing. Um There are days... And this is no offense to anyone. I literally don't want to talk to another fucking human being. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to communicate. I don't want to engage at all. And this isn't just like people around me. This is like, I will avoid going to a store mm-hmm. or I won't go to a, a, do this that day. Cause I know I'm going to have to talk to someone. I don't want to talk that day. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe I'm just fucking weird. I don't know. <laughs> like, no, just you know, so I just have those days, and I think people don't. People, especially online, won't understand this because some days I'll give you a book, mm-hmm. other days I'll give you four words, and I'm not talking about my clients per se. Like, if they're sending in videos and something needs said, I'm going to do my job. But yeah. like, sometimes someone will send me something or just like bullshit on online, mm-hmm. and I, I just don't feel like bullshitting that day. I don't feel like talking. Yeah. or someone one of the notorious things um my friends have said it for years now is like uh my family said it about like not texting back or yeah. you know not texting back right away Ooh. or not being like sometimes i'm not all there you know what mm-hmm. i mean i don't want to and it's just how my mood for the day so like people need to understand that not everyone it's not being an asshole that's some people's personality you know, mm-hmm. same thing is like when I walk in the gym, there's, for example, one of the staff members the one day said like, uh, oh, where were you uh, last week or whatever? I'm like, well, I was here. Like I was in and out a lot mm-hmm. or whatever. And they were like, well, no, like I, I know there's a difference between you being here and you actually like being here. She's like, like showing up, like making sure I was all right. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just like, I go through these phases or this time, or I have a lot of things running on my mind where mm-hmm. I don't talk to people. And that's not a, you know, no offense to anyone. I just don't, I'm, I'm a thinker or yeah. I just don't feel like community. I just don't feel like talking. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not like a, a thing with any one person or whatever. I feel like a lot of people then that they'll get looked at as like, Oh, that, that person's a dick or they're an asshole. Cause they don't say anything or whatever. Yeah. And I've done it before too. Like, Oh, They don't say anything. Some people are are that way, but because I do the podcast because I'm on social, because some days I am very talkative. Mm -hmm. You're expected then to be like that all the time. Consistently. Yeah. Yeah. No one can. It's phases. No one can be like that unless you're like jacked up on caffeine 24 seven. Like no one's really, there's not a lot of people out there that are like that. Right. There are a few because we, we've seen them where you <laughs> almost have to avoid them. Cause you know, you're going to have a hour long conversation.
1: Minimum hour. Yeah.
0: And I can be like that too. Sometimes mm-hmm. I've had, Oh my God. The number of times I've said, like realized 20 minutes into conversating with someone as they're working out, you know, and I'm just passing through the gym and I'm like, Holy shit. Sorry. Like I didn't realize like we're, you know, and it's, yeah. it's a normal conversation. And I think we both don't realize how long we've been talking, yeah. but like, i feel, oh man, because I know I'd hate if someone did that to me, you know, but it's just how I am some days, yeah. you know, and it's like, so I get it, but, um but with, you know, coming back to like developing yourself, I guess I should say with, with everything on social and with everything to, as far as being a coach and all that, like you have to, you have to self-promote you know, and you have to go get it. Like you have to put in the effort, you know, but on the flip side of that, and this is something I, this is what I really wanted to get into today mm-hmm. is like not being false about it, not being, it's a fine line. Yeah. Not being false about it. Not remember where you're at. Remember who you are. Remember like. What you've achieved so far because right now we have a fucking problem and this is it, it annoys me so much I, There's a lot of people. I'm clicking that mute button. Oh, yeah online just so I don't see their shit anymore mm-hmm. And I'm sure some people do it to me. Hey, okay, whatever but like there's people that I'm, I'm hitting that mute button because I am getting tired of seeing this everyone's a winner and everyone's doing so great, you know mentality when you haven't done shit you haven't done anything and you're not doing anything and you're not doing anything to better yourself. You're not doing anything to progress your life. And what I mean by that is like, I'm not saying like, okay, you haven't achieved anything, So you're not shit. Like, let me stomp you out. No, right. I'm talking about the people that, you know, they, they hang around. People who are not successful. They hang around fake people. They hang around losers. They hang like around of friends. It, 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 or just whatever you whatever you call it acquaintances, okay. peers, friends, whatever. Okay. And you get gassed up online by these friends, let's call them. Okay. followers. Let's call them followers cuz that's probably what it's more like. Okay. You know, they get gassed up by these people that haven't a, aren't doing shit either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's all well and good. Hey, if you got supporters, I get it. But don't forget your fucking where you're at. You know what I mean? Like if you know, you're a a perfect example. You're a new coach. Okay. New coach on the block. All right. And I'm talking fresh, like just started a month ago, two months ago. All right. We're not even talking like you've been in it for years and just people now found you or anything. All right. And you're posting this client, this client doing so great. Oh, everyone's so great. And all that, Mm -hmm. Cool. Self-promotion, right? Yeah. But then you start like posting as if like you're the top guru and you know all and start like taking shots at like the way other people are coaching or like, and we've seen this. Yeah. Like you start like almost like taking shots at other coaches or other systems or saying how dumb this is and how dumb that is and acting like you're, you know, everything or, you know, you're charging an outrageous amount when you shouldn't be. And like, you're trying to fake promote like, Oh, I only have two spots left and you know, everyone's doing so well. And Mm -hmm. you know, this and that meanwhile, like the people who are gassing them up are sedentary people who go, you know, drink beer every night. You know what I mean? Like get hammered on the weekends and like, they're just going to the gym to go to the gym. They're not really training, you know, but they think like, Oh, I'm accomplishing so much. I'm such a great coach and this and that when you just have, you haven't, you're not even working with anyone. Right. You know what I mean? Um,
1: cause we've talked about like, everything you said right there and lots more. Those are all examples. We've talked about setting prices. Mm-hmm. We've talked now we were talking earlier about, you know, what information you put out there and when you said like taking shots at systems or other people or like yeah. ways of doing things it's that lack of like self and professional awareness. Yeah. And you feel entitled to cross a line that Mm -hmm. you don't even realize the realm you're getting into. You don't understand. I I think it's because they see,
0: and I think that's the problem with social is they see other higher coaches doing it or other, and you'll see this when people are starting to get like a mid grade kind of following. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say mid grade following, way more than followers than I have. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they, you know, you'll see them like take a shot at like a higher level coach or like a bigger influencer type person to get themselves noticed more. Oh, I can't say I shit. can't. Yeah. But the the thing is, it's like we keep seeing this like, and it, and I'm gonna take a shot. At the younger generation, you know. And it, it, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in mine, but like. This like 20 to 25 year olds, 20, 23 year olds, there's, there's a lot of them that like you, you think, and I understand what it's like to be young. And I remember being there. All right. But I also knew where the fuck I was. I knew where my place was. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I knew I was trying to go on the right path, but I knew like, I didn't know it all. I knew like, I wasn't the greatest at everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess social was different back then too, but like. Um, I guess what happens is like, I just come from a different time, you know, and, and when we grew up, like people would support you. People tell you once in a while, probably your family, your mom, Mm -hmm. Hey, you're doing a good job, proud of you kind of thing. But there was not this constant reaffirmation of like, Oh, you're doing so well. You're the shit. Oh my God. You're Hey, you're, uh, your coaching's the best or. Um, oh, look how whatever you see us a lot with like females. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Cause I know there's like this uh body image movement, I guess I should say, or, okay. or just be confident in yourself. Moving not saying this is bad, but like, you know, no one's telling me, oh man, you're looking sexy today. And like posting about me, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like um, <sighs> that, that's a whole other booking, but <laughs> maybe let's scratch that one out. But like, there's this constant, like you're such a winner. You're doing so great. You're the best. You're this, you're th- mm-hmm. instead of like someone being real and being like, you could take it a step further. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Hey,
1: without it being an attack.
0: Yeah. yeah without it being an attack. Cause I've had it. Hey, you want it? You, you I've said it on this podcast. People telling me like, you're not going to ever be shit. People right. have told me, even when I was like doing well as a coach and doing well as a gym owner, I had people telling me like, people. I just said, well, you know, like one attacker every once in a great mm-hmm. while. Oh, you're not shit. Like, oh, they're like I don't respect you at all. Like you're you're a fake coach and all that bullshit. Like <laughs> Really? Cuz uh people are winning. <laughs> so, but anyway, you know, um you know, so we've all been attacked in that method, but like I'm talking about uh, when I talk to people, and when I mentor, and when I try to help There's people I want to be brutally honest with them, but I know I can't because of the position I'm in as an owner of the gym. So there's like people I'll interact with in the gym that I want to be brutally honest and say, you're not working as hard as you can, or just tell them you haven't done shit yet. Like you, you need to calm it the fuck down do this, this, and this. And I have mentor conversations with mm-hmm. some people and I will tell them like, well, why don't you think about this, 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 what, well, here's what you need to do. And mm-hmm. I'll use their generation as like, Hey, your generation's doing this. Why don't you do this kind of thing? You know? Yeah. But like some of them need to hear, like you haven't accomplished shit. Quit posting like you're you've won the game already. Cause you haven't, you haven't done anything, But you're you not. know?
1: supposed to say that, but things you, you can't because then,
0: you know, then yeah. I'm the asshole owner and blah, 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 blah. So, but the thing is, is like, we're in that, that culture of like, and this might offend people, but like I live at home with my parents. I drive a shitbox box car. I have no assets to my name. I don't have my retirement started. I have no savings really. Mm-hmm. Um, I work maybe, you know, maybe work, maybe don't, maybe go to school, maybe don't, whatever. Yeah. But you know what? I'm doing fucking great in life and I'm I'm on my path and I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life and YOLO and this and that. Motherfucker, let me tell you something. Those people that thought that way when I was in my early to mid twenties, they are just now in their early thirties, mid thirties getting their shit together. Mm Mm-hmm. Just now, you know, far, you know, far behind they are like, we're talking just now getting into like a real career. Just now, some of them
1: know how far behind they are.
0: Some of them like have nothing and I'm not saying they were going for some grand goal. It's not like they were going for a PhD or something. We all know that takes time. You know, God, yes. <laughs> yeah. God. we all know, like there's certain avenues that just take more time to get there, but mm-hmm. the reward is big, you yeah. know, uh, entrepreneurship can be that way. You know, I get that, but like, I'm talking like, there's people that just got their like career job at 30, 31 that you could have got that when you were 21, mm-hmm. you know, 22, like that just now really started, like, even worrying about finances, worrying about this. But you know what? They were driving $50,000, $60,000 vehicles when they were 22, 23, 24, you know.
1: They got handed to them probably by their I'm, parents. And Imagine
0: where you could fucking be. And mm-hmm. I try to, I try to have these conversations now with people like... That I generally, you know, and this is my downfall. I generally give a fuck about people. So like I try. Wait, how's it your downfall. <laughs> it is. I, my problem is I care too much and I, I put way more out. And this is a thing people don't know about me. I put way more out than I receive. I can promise you that I can, sh- I could fucking make a flow chart or not a flow chart. A, uh, what's that called? The bar S- graph split like, uh, um, of like things I've handed out things I've done, what I do for people. Advice I give, mm-hmm. support I give. Hey, how you doing today? Hey, how's things going? And the shit that I get back. All right, I can. I mean, it's a fucking dramatic thing, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, you know, me and Lindsay have been having some conversation. And this is why I said eh, that's going to sidetrack too much. But I've I've said these things like that. Most of the people around you probably don't like truly support you. You know, there are acquaintances that might. Um, support some of the things you're doing, but like you probably only have a few, like in a jam moment, life on the line, people that would be there for you. And that's just life, you know? Yeah. But reverting back here is what you'll see is people that have social media friends Social media following, mm-hmm. and they think that like that's real life. your fifty thousand followers, I'm just making a number up yeah, your fifty thousand followers, hundred thousand followers aren't gonna fucking save your ass from getting evicted, you know, unless you're <laughs> raking money from them somehow, oh yeah, you know, but like they're not if if your family all dies tomorrow and you're left alone they're not going to come live with you or support you or right. Do you know what I mean? Like what? it doesn't work that way. And I think people like need to separate the reality from like social media, the reality of social media yes. from the reality of life and understand like you're, you're not, you're not doing just as well as you think you are. You mm-hmm. know, it's not so a couple of things I want to unpack there. One of them is, that like the phone,
1: and social media, has replaced reality, in what yeah. it is that you have in your social life, mm-hmm. and I'll include family, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, yeah. everything in that actual reality social life. Yeah, and you think I have fifty thousand followers, I have fifty thousand friends, or I have more worth because of that. Mm-hmm. And if you were to say to them, how many people do you have in it? Like right now, count how many people that if everything fell apart tomorrow would be there to have your back. Yeah. And, and you they know, know it. Like, they can count it. Like, say, oh, my friends and, like, this, and like my family. Great. Yeah. How grateful are you for them? How much do you actually realize mm-hmm. what they're providing for you? Yeah. Because that gratitude is fucking grounding. It, well, well, like, puts in perspective what you actually have in your life and realize that that $50,000 does not mean shit. It doesn't. And it, yep. to, to circle back around a little bit, that makes it so much easier to do what you and I do which is i'm going to put out what i want to put out mm-hmm. because the people that actually give a shit about what i say and what i do they're the ones who are currently following me they're the mm-hmm. ones who would pay attention to that because it's yeah. constantly of value yeah and that's why well, the people they pay attention.
0: people that listen to this people that you know for the most part follow us those are the people like you just said like for whatever reason, they see value in the connection to us, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not everyone that follows, <laughs> maybe not everyone, okay. <laughs> but, um, for whatever reason, there are some people that are using that as a connection. And as soon as they don't need that connection, they're going to be on their way. Mm-hmm. That's how life works. But you know what, like what you just said about, you know, how many of them would still be around if all hell broke loose. Guess what? We saw that a year ago. Yeah, we did. I saw, I got to see firsthand who the fuck supported me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw who went above and beyond, who offered up what, who did what, who like, I tried to help, you know, what I mean? all, all yeah. these things. So you started to see like who was there and who was full of shit, mm-hmm. you know, and we've mentioned that before on here. Um, so, so I have seen it and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure other people got to see it too. Um, but
1: you hear that phrase a lot where it's like, if everything falls apart, who would be there? Yeah. And life literally handed us that moment. Yeah. Like a year yeah. ago, like that's what happened. Everything yeah. fucking stopped and fell apart. Yep. And who was actually
0: there, like when the dust cleared? Yeah. Some of the, And some of the things that people offered up or said or like did, or, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it was insane. Oh yeah. Like that was the moment I was like, holy shit, like. There's actually like some good people. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and then the, the flip side is I, I saw people that, you know, looked out for themselves turn. It made you, th- it made, you know, what it made me think of is like, not to this extreme, but of like literally like walking dead situation, you know, <laughs> who would fucking slit your throat so they could survive mm-hmm. and who would try to help everyone live. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it, yeah. So anyway, back to um, <laughs> coming back from the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, I I just don't get the, it, and maybe I'm just too fucking old. I don't know, but I just don't get this value that we're placing on the fakeness of others because these same here's the thing with these the the young you know people online things don't you don't understand this it's like those same people sharing your shit posting how great you are all that Mm -hmm. five years from now 50% of them at least you won't even talk to you won't even oh yeah you won't even know them and that's the honest truth you know you know how I know that because I've been there Mm -hmm. I talk to very few people now that I talk to 10 years ago, very few people. And I talked to less people than I did six years ago, five years ago. You know what I mean? As far as like, I, I mean, I've seen it in every aspect, whether it's just life, you know, friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in the, the business side and, you know, as much as I like to make these personal connections, With people through the business and through, you know, those opportunities that it gives me, I keep a lot more people now at arm's length because I've seen how fucking fast people will turn on you. Yeah. People only are supporting you because they need something from you, Mm -hmm. whether that be the uh, exception acceptance into like the community, them being gassed up for whatever them being. Uh, felt involved in the community, I guess I should say. Okay. Um, that kind of like almost goes back to like that high school social thing. Like, Oh, I want to be in the in crowd or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's people that have done that mm-hmm. or they wanted a discount or they needed you to run events or they needed you, you know what I mean? For yes. whatever, get something out of you. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to keep a lot more people at a distance. um, so when people for the most part share my stuff or mm-hmm. say hey this guys you need to fucking check look into his shit for the most part i i accept that as like they're being genuine about it right you know what i mean and i think that's like the the difference between now and or or the older crowd and the younger crowd because you'll see this too on like i don't want to knock anyone you know as far as strength levels but you you'll see this sometimes where someone's lifting some weight and it's, it's been lifting a long time like it's not an impressive weight for your body weight even yeah. if you are natural like you know what i mean and you'll see like 70 comments about how strong they are how great they are how this and that and like <laughs> wait what <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird to me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There was an interview I listened with Gary V over the weekend, and he was talking uh, to somebody, and they were saying, like, how do you deal with all the people that end up giving you this negativity mm-hmm. on it? And he talked about that spectrum where he looks only at the stuff in the middle, whether it's good or bad. I but, think I listened to the same one. Oh, where he yeah. was saying, like, you ignore—I shouldn't say ignore, but, like, he doesn't see the people who are really— angry at him yeah he's like man you're in a bad place yeah you just yeah something's going wrong in your life (laughs) but like the really good stuff he doesn't pay attention to either Mm. because he's like it's just as easy to lose that you Mm -hmm. can lose yourself and like have too much ego from people hyping you up you need to pay attention to that stuff in the middle so if you are somebody who's been lifting for like seven years and your numbers really haven't changed too much and yeah like they're not bad numbers but Like you said, like they're not nearly as strong as you would think they could be. Mm -hmm. And you've got 70 comments on there like, oh, man, you're doing so good. What would be a good mindset in that situation is to look at that and be like, I'm going to pay attention to like the one or two Mm -hmm. that hit in the middle. Because something about those other 68 comments tells me that they don't really know enough or maybe they're just hyping me up for no good reason or they're trying to get something out of it. But there's one or two people in there that are generally looking out for me yeah. and see something that they're trying to help me with. yeah.
0: Well, you'll see, you see this too. And it's a thing, like as much as I don't social, I know social, you know, you'll see this where people that are local I actually really
1: like that phrase. I don't social, but I know social.
0: Yeah people that are local Mm -hmm. or people that are maybe in your like kind of in your crew a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. you'll see them share, comment, gas up, whatever these influencer, famous people who don't give a shit who you are. Don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. Don't associate with you at all, Mm -hmm. you know, and they'll post their whatever. And even if it's the same information that, someone near you just put put about. I, I posted something like this, like it was probably about four or five years ago. I posted something like this. Where like at a local level, there in the in this area, at a local level, there were some bad motherfuckers. Like there was I mean in everything like powerlifting, weightlifting, crossfit, like bodybuilding, there this area was, mm-hmm. you know. And I would still see people gassing up like these influencer famous people or whatever. And it's like look around you at what these people are yeah. saying. Like, and what's funny is you'll watch this influencer or whoever say the same exact thing that maybe some other local person yep. around you said. <laughs> why aren't you sharing that local? Per- it's almost like supporting small business and not. Like, why are you gonna go post a Nike ad when you know Joe's Sports down the road posted about their apparel that is just as you know maybe not just as big of a brand but like they're still good stuff you know what I mean and maybe even half no Joe do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like I never understood that you know how many like I don't follow a bunch of famous people like I don't follow a bunch of um, famous accounts yeah I don't follow a bunch of famous like lifter well I do by association I guess I should say. Okay. Like we follow each other. Yeah. But I don't follow a bunch of like famous accounts or anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like I'm I don't, cause that. I don't give a fuck what they have to say.
1: Unless it's a value. One,
0: uh, Yeah. I, I, I don't care for the everyday fakeness of it all. No. You're not saying anything that I don't, I haven't already seen. Don't already hear from someone else. Don't, you know what I mean? I would rather follow people. One that support me as well, Mm -hmm. that I have connected to somehow or, you know, whatever. But I don't go gassing up and following. I share more people's stuff with small followings than I do large followings. Same. You know what I mean? It's almost
1: fun. I shouldn't say fun. It's rewarding to find the small following Mm -hmm. because you can see that they're working hard to put out valuable information instead of hitting that tipping point where they yeah. can put out anything as long yeah. as they're consistent and it'll get shared or it'll yeah. get saved or it'll get talked about yeah
0: and, and it's, it's, like a, it's like it's like someone the same bullshit someone landed on mars and it's like i've never yeah. heard this before yeah someone just down the road said it well i thought this was kind of funny I'm, I'm gonna have to look up the account to see how many okay so we'll just round i thought this was kind of interesting so i have God. I don't even know how many followers I have. Hold on. I have to go look. Let me follow. Okay. So I have roughly 1500 followers, right? Okay. I have as many clients as a guy who has 50,000 followers and everyone <laughs> knows who this person is like, you know, big name in, in lifting, big name in the community, mm-hmm. all that. I at 1500 followers, little followers, and mind you, I don't take a bunch of people from my gym. So people that might think like, Oh, it's cause he has not No, I don't take people really from the gym. That's my online following. Mm-hmm. I, I have as many clients as someone who has 50,000 followers and everyone knows this person, right? I have 1,500 mm-hmm. followers. So imagine if I did have 15,000, 20,000 followers, you know, and just imagine the, in, the inquiries and things right. like that. So what does that tell you? One that tells you you don't need a fucking following to get clients. Mm-hmm. You don't need a... um big social media to provide value and you can grow and be pretty successful. And, you know, here's the other thing is I even, I screen for people. So it's not like I just take on everyone either. Um, You know, as I kind of mentioned, like my 20, whatever, I count them again, 20 something nutrition clients. It's like, if I look inside of that, there's people that are ranked, you know, in the top 20 in the world, top 15, top 10 in the world in their weight class, both on the male and female side. But it, it, is everyone posting about it every single day? You know what I mean? Is everyone gassing me up every single day? No. So you don't. A lot of people that I work with, people probably don't even know that I work with them. You know, you don't need to like blow your shit up right. every single day to gain. Access to the people you want to work with. One of my so.
1: favorite examples of this: I was working a couple of years ago with uh, Firestone Swim Team, mm-hmm. uh, just doing some dryland training with them. And the coach there said, "Hey, there's a a guy coming in who's going to be doing a, a seminar this weekend. If you're available, um, he, it's going to be on these days." And I wasn't available to come into it, but I said, "Well, you know, give me his info. I'll look him up. That way, I can." Try to get some of what he's gonna talk about. He's like, his name's uh coach Vern Gambetta. Hmm. I was like, Yeah, I I know of Vern. <laughs> he's one of the biggest names in athletic development for kids in particular mm-hmm. with swimming. And he doesn't talk about a lot of really novel stuff, but because of how well known he is, like simply by his reputation, what he says sticks. Yeah, gets followed. Because it works. The simple stuff works. So I decide I'm going to look him up, see if he has anything posted. I have followed this guy for the past four or five years, ever since that happened. Mm -hmm. He has five posts (laughs) on social media, on Instagram. He has 2,000. Now, I think it has actually grown since then, but he has 2,000 followers. He follows five. Yeah. This is one of the absolute biggest names in athletic development for youth swimming yeah if he has a seminar people are desperate to come to this yeah from all over the country you can't tell me that you need to have a big following Mm -hmm. to show value
0: i think i think it like kind of like we said way back is like it does help and if you want to grow like yes it does help but what what i want to separate here is because i don't want people to think well you just said you need a you need to posts and have a following, but then you said you don't, what you don't need is a bunch of fucking fake bullshit following. You don't need to like post stuff that you as bait to get more followers. You don't need to go follow 400 people today and then unfollow them later. So you get followers. You don't need to do all that bullshit. You don't need to follow someone for two months and unfollow them. So your ratio is better. You don't need to do any of that. Right you just need to provide good source of information and do your fucking job right. for an extended period of time. But everyone's so worried about building their personal brand and their following up because they feel like then they can revert it into dollars. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not true because it's exhausting here
1: about people talk.
0: God, I know so many people have way bigger following me that don't make even half of what I do. You know, don't have even a quarter of the clients. And it's like, but they're out there hustling yeah, they're out there grinding yeah so I just
1: so one of my favorite things that's happened recently is I gave myself this project where I wanted to and it started like while I was still in graduate school I started to reach out like one client at a time mm-hmm. and I would send them a message on Instagram and just ask them like hey can I talk to you about what you do for recovery It's like I'm getting information I'm collecting it for grad school and like since I like I've graduated but i still have been doing this one person at a time i have an Mm. incredibly small following Mm. compared to the other people even locally i have a really small following but what i realized every time i sent them a message they were really eager to have a conversation with me yeah and a majority of the people have said hey i really like your content
0: Mm
1: -hmm. there is value i have a hot if if I could find a way to quantify it and show the percentage of people who find value in what I post for the number of posts that I have and the number of followers I have, I would take that any fucking day of the week than to say, oh, I have 50,000 followers. I do two posts a day and no one looks at a single thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Like for me, that is way more authentic. That is way more valuable. And as I get better at it, if the following comes because I'm giving value, great. It's like you were saying the other day where it's like, I'll take on more nutrition clients until I hit that tipping point of, I can't provide the type of value I want as a coach. Yeah, And that's what I feel like I will provide, I will keep doing posts Mm -hmm. as long as I know that they are authentic and they're valuable because that is my way of promoting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, it's just people don't understand what the other thing is, you know, I know you listen to Gary's stuff sometimes and it's like, him, I mean, everyone said this, every big speaker I can think of has said this, like, you got to fucking get good at one thing before you can space out. And people think like, Oh, I'll just get this following. Then I'll have like four hustles off of that following. And it's like, fuck, no, you won't. Cause you won't be good at any of them. No, you need one thing, get good at that and then move on to other stuff, you know? And like, there is, oh, I don't want to go down that business side, but there is like, you're supposed to like, you know, try to pull value from each person, you know, or give value to each person. Then you pull in, right. you know, because they follow you, you try to get them on your revenue streams and all that bullshit, whatever. <laughs> but you have to at least be good at something, you know, and be good at one. And I, I just feel like we keep, um, I, I just keep seeing it more and more and it's, and it's happened a lot more in the young crowd, you know, cause they're more social driven, But it's like, you're not going to retain anyone. You're not going to, no one's going to take you seriously Mm -mm. if you're not doing, there's nothing to take seriously. Yeah. If you're not doing it to the, to the point you should be, you know what I mean? And to the, to the level that you need to get to and Mm -hmm. you're trying to get to, you're not going to get there because you're just going to have a revolving door of people who don't give a shit, you know? people that are just there to hype up for a minute and then they're out. Yeah. You know, so
1: there's no presence of substance. Yeah. There is nothing substantial in doing that. Yeah. The congratulations you have managed to get an additional 20,000 followers in a weekend. Mm -hmm. And can you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you really play the game. Yeah. But you have nothing to provide them. Yeah. So you're going to become that person that they follow, but mute or never pay attention to Mm in six months from now. And when they go through and clean things out, they're just going to unfollow. Unfollow, yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way as you. I have a very select number of people that I follow Mm. because I get value out of everything that they show. Yeah, And that's really hard for me to find. Mm -hmm. So I want to see what they're going to post next. I want to see what I'm going to learn from them. And when they get to that point where they have too big of a following and they just start spitting things out it's like i'm i'm sorry i don't get any value from this i need to go yeah. i know that doesn't hurt them yeah but i don't want to ever get to that well,
0: point myself we see too like you'll see this a lot on the the male side it happens a lot Is like people won't follow like other lifters that aren't at that elite level or aren't as strong as them or mm-hmm. aren't like this and that. And it's like, I get, you don't want to flood your feed. Yeah. with Just stuff, you know, I get that. But at the same time, like if I'm not putting out content every single day, you know, or doesn't mean that the information's not there. It doesn't mean you can't reach out to me and like ask a question or, mm-hmm. you know, try code, you know, whatever. It's still there, you know, but it's kind of like, I'm going to, do it locally because it's easier for me to think because okay. i've actually interacted with these people is the classic thing and you'll see this you know i'm sure dan has on his media like where people support you and they'll follow you and stuff and then like maybe they leave the gym or whatever mm-hmm. and then they don't follow you and then it's this and that you know if you're actually thinking ever thinking about getting better you probably want to at least follow like the top coaches in your area in the top practitioners in your area, because those are the ones that you're going to be able to connect with. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that you're going to be able to like call up a meeting or go down the road and get critique or whatever, you know? And I I think that's a huge problem. Like I sounds social is like people are not following and promoting and going to the people that are right there at your disposal. You want to, You think that someone with a hundred thousand followers is going to give you the time of day, especially if they're not coached by you or, you know, you're not coached by them. Mm -hmm. No, like they're not just there to give you free information. Right. You know, and I know a lot of coaches who, who do have bigger followings. who talk about this all the time. People think, oh, I follow them. They'll just jump in there and ask them a bunch of questions, not understanding. They have, you know, a ton of clients to get to. They don't have time to sit there and answer your shit. Right. You know? Like you take my, my coach, like I get my feedback, but it's like, there's not like paragraphs that come through every day, you know, and in between a message that like, there might be a message, say 20, 30 minutes later, I respond hour later, I respond, whatever. Mm -hmm. It might be two, three more hours, four more hours the next day, you know, until I get a response. And it's like, that's how that shit works. Yeah. You know, but. I can't imagine Nats like as a client I can't, yeah, I can't imagine. We'll think of how many questions some of these people probably get to that are just flooded of requests or, um, flooded with questions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you almost have to open it. Nope. <laughs> Delete <Yep. laughs> it. Like don't want to be a dick, but I don't coach you like, and just go through, you know, it's like, it's crazy. Anyway, it's pretty much all I wanted to rant about today. So I just, I, I, we could keep going down the path, but I I just, I think that so many people are going about what they're trying to do wrong and we're not going to change it no, by any means, but hopefully people start to recognize and like weed through the bullshit. And maybe this will help a person or two that's younger that can understand, like you have to put time in and that's all there is to it. Like you don't need to, don't don't go fake it online because it real recognize real like that old saying like Mm -hmm. people are just like people that have real respect and real clients and real like put real effort in it they're going to see right through you and they're not going to take you seriously you know and it's like if there was a young coach coming up in here that I was like hey you're doing things the right way Mm -hmm. you know I'd probably give them a chance to have a job you know help them out how I could whatever you know yeah but like, if you're not doing it in a respectable way or the right way or like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to fucking help you. <laughs> like, no. Why, why would I stick my reputation out there for you? You know? So, yeah. And that's that goes along with everyone else though. It's not just me. You know? Like, you might be able to connect with those other fake people, but you're not going to connect with any real coach because they're going to see right through your bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just like if you went to get a high level job and they look at your resume and it's like, you haven't worked at anywhere substantial, you haven't worked in this field, you haven't worked like yeah. at a high enough level, like you're trying to work for Google and you've worked for fucking Bob's Appliances, like St. right. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Or to take the social media and translate it over to a resume, it's like, oh, you've had five jobs. He oh no I, only lasted I, two months no
0: this is dead serious I saw someone put their followers on their resume before are you serious not even kidding yep and talked about how they were uh, an influencer and stuff like that yeah
1: holy shit that must
0: be like a new thing um, but yeah I've seen it Influence said something like social media influencer with X amount of followers like look I, I that understand. was and it was for real oh, it was a for God. real resume
1: I understand that by not playing the game, and you and I have talked about this, like we are inherently handicapping ourselves to an extent mm-hmm. because we won't put out five posts a day. No. Yeah. We won't tag ourselves in everything that we're associated with. We won't yeah. like force, like actually contract clients yeah. to tag us in things and post about like yeah. you have to do this, etc. whatever. I understand that. But I can sleep at night because I don't do that shit. Yeah. Like, I feel better about myself as a person and as a practitioner yeah. with my presence on social well, media because I don't do that it's, shit. It's kind oh. of
0: interesting, too, because you'll see, like, you know, when people tag you and things and everyone's like, or they mention you and everyone's sharing it and like, oh, look how many people are tagging me and stuff and, you know, whatever. Again, here's the thing. is like, not that I I, I don't share, like, everything that I get tagged in or whatever, you know, stories and things either. Mm-hmm. But you'll see this and I've seen it with up and coming coaches. We're like, they're not really getting tagged and stuff, you know, a little bit here and there. And then they're the guru of the moment or they get X amount of clients and it's just constant, right? Mm -hmm. What's, what's kind of funny about it is again, the person or two that I can pinpoint, they constantly get like where they're sharing all the time, right? Mm -hmm. People are tagging them all this stuff, but I have just, I have just as many clients, Mm right? Right. And you'll see me share some stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's not as constant. That's two things. One, it's the type of clientele I, I have. Two, not to knock any of my clientele. Um, well, this should, actually, shouldn't knock them. When people see that bigger following, it's kind of like I said. When you're gassing up or sh- you're sharing the bigger follower person, you want to feel a part of that bigger community. Yeah. So yep. they think by doing that and coaches have talked about this, like they think by, cause like, uh, my coach mentioned it, like where someone will tag them like in four or five different things. And he's like, I'm not going to put you in my story five times, you know, yeah. people are doing it because they want to get seen on that higher followings, uh, thing on their feed. Mm-hmm. So then they get more followers cause people be like, might see them and go and follow. Yeah. So they're doing it for selfish fucking reasons, not because they actually like want the coach to see what they're posting or they want to promote the coach. Right. They're doing it. And some do like I, I'm once in a while tag my coach in my story or something on mm-hmm. something I did. And that's like a promotion of like, shit, look what we're doing. You know what I mean? Not like, Hey, hopefully this gets me on your feed and gets me fucking one follower. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey,
1: I mean, I know you said it's crazy, like we're going along with it and everything, but. Short episode. Like, you, I know that you have to promote yourself. I know that's part of wow. business. I get that. And I also know that like, as a business owner, just as a person, mm. you do have to look out for yourself. Yeah. I get that. There's a way to do that, though, that is incredibly selfish mm. and being self-centered. And there's a way to do it where it benefits both people. And like you said, you put out more than you receive. Mm. And that's how I feel it is appropriate to approach every relationship, whether that's Mm -hmm. business or personal is like, if I came to you as, let's say I wasn't working like in this space and with you, if I came to you with something, I don't want to do like immediately a quid pro quo where it's like, Oh, what can you do for me? Mm. No, it's like, Hey, how many times have I had a conversation? I mean, I'm stepping out of that for a second. Literally, how many times have I had a conversation with you where the words come out? How can I provide more value?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Because in my
1: mind, that's how people are successful. If I help you to succeed by adding more value, yeah. I have placed myself in a position where, and I don't know what might be the outcome of it, yeah. but it's going to be a bigger, more positive well, outcome.
0: And what what kind of sucks sometimes is like you can't constantly give, 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 even if you're trying. And what sucks is like that one time you have to say no, or mm-hmm. you can't, or sorry, can't help you, or you know whatever, like. It's cause you physically like, or mentally, like I can't,
1: I got nothing left. I I can't
0: keep going. Like I can't just help everybody in the world. You know what I mean? Um, and it sucks because like sometimes that probably was the person that needed help or Mm -hmm. that could have been a good working relationship or whatever, or, you know, or you've been burned by this person. So like the next one that comes, you're less likely to work with, you know what I mean? So, um, that's why it's good to have that trickle down effect. Like we were talking about earlier with mm -hmm. the
1: coaches where it's like, Hey, I can't work with you. I don't have any time or I don't have the resources in order to help you. I want to, I really do. Yeah. But I've got these other coaches. I've Mm -hmm. vetted them. I've worked on how I want them to coach people. This is a good person. Here's your resource. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) that was our conversation of the day. You know, sometimes uh, that's how this podcast started is like, we just have conversations you know, some of these, you know, this one was probably sounded a little bit ranty or whatever, but you know, I think there's still some thinking that needs to be done in there. So hopefully it will help a person or two. If not, then you just listen to us ramble for an hour. So thank you. Um, yeah. Big things coming up. Uh, you can still get signed up. It's in a couple of weeks. Dan's level one is uh, the fifth and sixth of June. So I think uh, there's still some spots available for that get signed up, be a weightlifting coach, then you can go get a big following like Dan has with his 1100 followers. And he's one of the best weightlifting coaches in the country. I think he's at 12 now. Oh, is he at 12? Okay. He's making it (laughs) Insta fame. So, yeah, I mean, he is one great example. If he did more, if he did more online could have a hell of a lot more clients than he has, Yeah, but he takes on select kind of few, doesn't promote online a lot, but if you're listening, you're, you're interested in that he, he does online. So if you want to get involved in email, the gym or email Dan, um, or message their Instagram. And, um, I think one of his lifters is mainly handling the Instagram, but, um, then, you know, you can get set up with him for online coaching. So even if you're a CrossFitter or something, um, and you want to go through some, some Olympic time, it'd be good to get that eye and get on some structured programming. So um, it is that if you're a distance, it is at a reduced rate versus actually being inside the gym. So, all right. You got anything meats? Um, as of right now, I have to check. Actually, I have to check today. Uh, I think there's only five spots ish left for the Kentucky open in August. So get okay. signed up for that. Um, the throwdown, eh, we're about half full still. There's plenty of spots, okay. uh, fall brawl sold out, decent wait list on that one. So, um, there is a USPA meet at the gym in October that we haven't really mentioned either. The iron dogs meet. Um, it was held here last year. Uh, that one's always, you know, pretty good, pretty good meet. Doug runs good meat. So, uh, we're letting them come in and kind of do their thing on the USPA side. So see, and that's, that's, uh, that's another thing. No, no one's probably listening at this point, but you know, we're running, <laughs> if you have made it this far, <laughs> we're running meats in the RPS, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Jordan, we're still helping out the USPA and bringing them into this gym to run meats, even though it is somewhat inconvenient for us to get our people in there to, you know, do the, to, to help run the meat spotting, mm-hmm. loading, things like that. That's part of working business relationships. And, yeah. and just because they're in the USPA doesn't mean I don't support them. Right. There's it's a it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. A concept.
1: There's a difference between supporting somebody yeah. and hoping to get something out of
0: it. I mean, literally our businesses should be competing against each other. Right. Right. But I don't like no one. I don't look at it that way. I know some meat directors do, but I don't fucking look at it that way. I see it as me helping people out that I want to support. Mm hmm. So anyway, uh, that one, I think it's October 2nd, uh, USPA meet. So you can look at USPA uh, website. It's on their event page that I think that one he just posted is about half full. So still a little bit of time, but get signed up if you're interested. All right. Yeah. I think that's it for today. All right. All right.
1: Have a good one.